reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edmundo. to invite two ladies to quickly give us their testimony. Uh, we have Mami Pokia and uh, Amasika. Very quickly, please come in front. We are running out of time. Amen. Okay. Last Sunday, that was last week's Sunday, I was having some pain in my tummy, which was so severe. So someone had to drop me home. And then on Monday, I couldn't even um, stand up. I, I was burning like this. So I didn't go to work. And then I was lying down. So Louisa was up to check up on me. And I told her, still, I'm not feeling well. And then she asked me to download a podcast. That is uh, by Bishop Doug. How to make your prophecies come, come to pass. That at the end of it, there is a communion service. So I should just get some juice and bread to join and I said okay so I downloaded it and I was listening to it but I was weak so sometimes I sleep and then I wake up but when it got to the communion side I was so awake and then I participated after that daddy prayed a lot so after the prayers after the message ended I tried to get up and then I was not feeling any pain it was so relieved and I started walking so I thank God. And I want to encourage everyone to download the podcast and be listening to it. And it will be a blessing to you. Amen. My name is Ama Ochre. I'm with the choir. During the fresh winds, when Bishop asked us to bring foreign currencies, I didn't have some. So I approached my boss and I asked her. And she gave me a $50 bill, which I brought. Then I gave the money and Bishop prayed with us. Then she, she told me later on that she has a friend in the U.S. who's been wanting her to come there for a very long time. So she said she would try and get a visa. So she went there to the embassy and surprisingly, they didn't ask her any question. They just asked her, why don't you travel often? And she said, oh, her husband is a government official, so she has to be at home all the time. I don't know if you believe that she was given a five-year visa to the U.S. And she said as she was coming home, all she kept thinking about was that $50 bill she gave me. And she said, this one, dear, it is only God. So when she told me, I said, I must share this with my church. I'm sure there'll be so joyous. So she left on Friday, and a few hours after she left, my husband called me and said, do you remember that 200 CD note, 200 CD that got missing in our room? I said, yes. He said, I have found it. I said, oh my God, this one there. I am surely coming here to give this testimony. I want to encourage each and every one of you to give. 
Even if you don't have, ask someone. I'm sure to be a blessing to you and the giver. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. There is power in this room and miracles are happening. Receive yours in the name of Jesus. Shall we receive the ministry of our sister, Maurami Oklu?
you excited to be in the house of God? Hallelujah. If you're excited, give the Lord a shout. Amen. In his house, there's joy. Hallelujah. Amen. I love you. 
lips. May you enjoy the honey of the word of God and may it sweeten your life. Amen. And if you want more of these songs, you can go to idalive.com idalive a-i-d-a-l-i-v-e dot com and you'll enjoy a lot of good music that will lift up your spirit. Clap your hands for Jesus. And shall we pray? Father, we commit this time into your hands. We are so grateful for the blessing and the privilege to be in your house. Thank you, Lord. Speak to us this morning. May a word drop into our hearts and may it light up our destinies. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may please be seated. I'm continuing to share with you on reasons why you must join to build the church. Amen. 25 reasons why you must be a part. You must join to build the mega church. God's house is described in Micah chapter 4 and Isaiah chapter 2 as the mountain of the house of the Lord. That is the description the Bible gives to the church. Isaiah 2 Micah 4, the mountain, the mountain, the mountain. And there's no small mountain. A small mountain is a hill. 
And there are hills in the Bible. The Bible makes reference to hills. The holy hill. Amen. So, it is not that there wasn't an appropriate word at all. But the Bible says the house of the Lord is a mountain. A mountain is monstrous. A mountain is huge. A mountain is mighty. So the church, the house of God, must not be a little spot in the corner of a town. When you enter a town, you don't need a signboard to see a church. When you enter a town, the most prominent structure there should be the church. Because a mountain cannot be hidden. So any church that is small must be seen as the beginning of a journey. Yes, you cannot call a small church the end of the journey. Though your beginning was small, your latter end should greatly increase. That is why I enjoy the series I'm teaching, you see, because when you join to build a mega church, your life itself also becomes big. Yes. There is no one who is working for a multi-billion dollar industry who is poor. Those who work for Microsoft are billionaires, millionaires. Are you with me? Yeah. If you work for Facebook, you will have money. Amen. It is those who work for Ghana Water Company or ECG that we don't know where the money is. You know, we can't find the state farms. <laughs> this type. But, but, but depending on what you are working for, you become as mighty as that thing. Oh, yes. You will have to choose where you work. Oh, yes. I'm not a teacher. But if I was a teacher, I mean, I've been to the university for three years. I'm teaching. I will develop myself to to teach in um, international schools. It's very important where you work. Oh, yes. I would love to teach in... uh, What's the name? Uh, Christian High. You know, Tema International. I mean, these type of schools where, I mean, you know, there's, the, there's liquid. That is, if you are a teacher. I mean, I will, suggest, I will recommend something higher than Lankwantanan One Local Assembly. <laughs> OEB Two Local Assembly. Junior high. I mean, somebody must teach them. But me, honestly, if I were, if I was a teacher, if I was a doctor, I wouldn't want to work in some polyclinic somewhere. 
I want to work in a top hospital. Yes. So it's the same also in the church. And the church is even bigger than Apple or my oh I'm talking about Microsoft. A day will come, there will be no Microsoft, but the church will still be a mighty mountain. So when you join to build the church, your life charges forward. And I want to tell you today that God, you see, the, the, the message I'm preaching today is that God wants to involve you. Yes. He wants to involve you. He, he, his love for you, anyone you love, you draw the person into what you are doing. There's nobody in my life I care about, I love, who is far from what I am doing. Yeah. A sign of my love is that I will give you a place in what I'm doing. Yeah, that's a sign. It's a sign. If I, if I don't care about you, I will not really bother about what you are doing. Yes. Very important. When... when you find someone doing something and the person draws you into it. It's a sign of interest. It's a sign of interest. And that is the interest God has for you. He has a deep interest in your life. So for him to be working Matthew 16, 18. Building the church. And you are somewhere unconcerned. It's like nothing bothers you. The church is not a part of your life. It really fascinates God. Oh yes. I want to tell you today. Even if I don't read any scripture. That's the message I preach to you. I'm telling you. Join. 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 He doesn't want you to be far. When you join, it gives him a good reason to, to bless you. So all of us must find ways. You can ask yourself or ask your neighbor or after church, go to the back, to the information desk and ask them, what can I do? Can I join a home cell somewhere and help to build it? Can I join a choir? Can I... Can I sweep? I want to join. If you read Haggai, you will understand clearly that your personal life is connected to the church. How involved you are in the church determines your personal prosperity, your personal blessing. He said you went and you earned money and you, the money was put into a pocket with holes. And the reason is that you have been cut off. You have cut yourself off my work. So, so this morning, if you see me here, what am I doing? Why don't I spend the time to talk about financial engineering or securitization of your future earnings? Your future earnings, how to securitize it. Or, or, or you don't understand. You, the way you are looking at me. <laughs> Securitization of your future earnings. Or why don't I guide you to find your money mentors? Yes, your money mentors. 
Minia, these things don't matter. When you work for God, eh, when you are in the church, look, Matthew 16.33, and you seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All the things people are chasing will rather chase you. Look, you are new. There is a level, there's a place in life. Some people are there already. Their problem is how to even manage the blessings. Yes. You can get to a place, your problem will, I mean, it's a problem. It is a problem. But it's not that I can't find a job. But which of the five top jobs do I choose? Can lead to somebody's depression. I mean, I prefer that type of depression. <laughs> I prefer it. You are a woman, you want a man. Look, to get a husband is a type of problem. Then it's also another problem choosing among four rich, handsome pastors. It's a problem, but I prefer that one, the latter. May your current problems be changed to another type of problem. Yeah. There are blessings in the house of God. So, I, I, what am I doing here? I'm inviting you. That's all I came to do. There's no mystery. I'm saying that don't be idle. Don't be an observer. Don't be a spectator. Don't sit on the sidelines. Join. Do something. Mm. Do something. Reason number seven. I gave you how many last week? Six. Yes. I'm not going back. I'm going forward. You must join to build the mega church because you join something that is counted in thousands. Yes. The church, you see, when you join the church, the church, the, the units, everything has got units. Oh. Kilograms, newtons, inches. The church's units is thousands. Acts 2.41 You cannot join something that is counted in thousands and your life will be tens and hundreds or units. They that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day were added unto them. This is just the addition. 3,000. When you join a church, go to Acts chapter 4 and verse 4. 4, 4. How be it many of them which had the word believed. And the number of men was about 5,000. 5,000. So, so, the church, look, it's not a small thing, no. It is counted in thousands. And when your life is connected to something which is counted in thousands, by all means, that, that thousand anointing will enter your life. When you, it may not happen today or next week, but surely your destiny will be that type of mega, like your life will not be small, small, small. The word thousand stands for the end. The word, when you see thousand, it's not really thousand as in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, thousand. No, thousand means your great end. 
That's the meaning of thousand. Like when you go and say, what's the meaning of, of, of rise? It means to go up. What's the meaning of thousand? Biblical meaning. It means your mighty end. Amen. Isaiah 60 verse wow. 22. A little one. The end of that little one. A little one shall become a thousand. So that's the end. Mighty end. A little one shall become a thousand. Thousand. Which represents millions, hundreds of thousands. But I mean, that is the generic name. Thousands. And some of you must join the church so that you enjoy that end. Because right now, your life, you don't even count anything in tens. One, one, two, one, three, four, one, three, one, three, one, one. But a day can come. Your language will be a mega, multi-mega language. Thousands. Number eight. You join to build a mega church. The reason why you must join is so that you become a soul winner. A soul winner. Evangelism. That's why we join. I mean, yesterday, the, the home cells, the bus cells, the different ministries were all over doing outreaches. On your own, personally on your own, cut off from the church. There is no motivation to go nowhere. I mean, on your own. But when you join, and you see, reaching out, winning souls, is what puts your life on, the, on a foundation of advancement. He that winneth souls is wise. Daniel said, those who bring many to righteousness shall shine. You shine. So God's way of making you shine is to get you to bring many to righteousness. To bring people who don't know God to know God. People who are living in sin. To love to do righteousness. Those who lead many to righteousness shall shine. To shine means to be noticeable. Through winning souls and through serving God, I am noticeable. My problem is how to hide. And you don't think it is the will of God for you to be noticeable. It is God's will for you to be noticeable. You should be known. Whatever you are doing should be known. He said you are a city set on a hill which cannot be hid. Matthew 6. Cannot. Any attempt to hide your life is a move against the will of God. If nobody knows you, it, you, you can be sure that you are not in God's will. I'll say it again. If nobody knows you, know about you. People don't know about you, about your business, about your life, about your ministry. It is a sign that you have not arrived at the will of God for your life. Because you are a city. You, this is Jesus. This is Christ's words. It's not, it's not, it's not my words. A city, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on an hill. Cannot. You can't. There are some things you cannot hide. Like a nine months pregnancy. 
I mean, once a while, you can find people who can hide pregnancy and board a plane. They wear some boo-boo or mama and this type of cloth that covers that. But generally, 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 and also, of, of, of course, a girl who swept me once. Yes, I'll never forget that girl. She swept me. Pa. She was with me. She was pregnant. I didn't see. Oh, yeah. But it's, it's rare. It's rare. Of course, allow rare things to happen. Allow it. That's why when we talk in church, we, we don't, we don't, it's not because we don't know there are exempt, uh, uh, what do you call it, exceptions. Yeah, we speak generally. Your, your, your life should not be a high double life. Yeah. And one of the ways to be prominent is to be a soul winner. To join with the church work. As you start, nobody knows you. You are. All, I also began as a fellowship member, sitting down for someone to teach me years ago, 26 years ago. But as I went on, because just as somebody who goes to school expects to go from primary to JHS to SHS to university, in the church also, when you are in the in the church doing something small, you expect to also advance till you are you are doing PhD. Yeah. So by God's grace, why I'm saying that I have advanced. Far from where I was before. People should know you. It's not a sign of humility that you are incognito. There's no humility about it. It's not that you are a humble person. It's like you don't like to be known. You you are no no no. I'm I'm behind the scenes. Nobody is a behind. Even behind the scenes worker, you can you can shine from behind the scenes and outshine the one in front of the stage. Oh please I'm saying that your hidden life Is not God's will Who knows you stand up, stand up. Who knows you Are you known by the assemblyman For your area Please no The assemblyman Does he know you No Please Me an MP Has come here for his church service Yes And that is the will of God You should not have a hidden life your prominence is the will of God. Of course, that is why people attempt to become seen and known by bleaching themselves, changing hairstyles, wearing colorful jackets, and all, surely, because except the Lord lifts you and promotes you, your dress will not even notice you. Any time, any day, I would like to join soul winning. Oh yes, bringing someone to church, teaching the person about prayer, fellowship, paying tithes, not fornicating. Join it. You will become great. I'm telling you, you don't need to be a doctor to be great. Ah, who told you that? You don't need to be a president to be great. When you serve God, you become even, even, even your greatness lasts longer than an eight-year presidency. Shakai. And I'll tell you, there are many churches which don't give, you won't hear this in many churches. And that's why many Christians are small, nondescript, just whatever. 
it's a privilege to be in, in a church where the pastor is spending Sunday morning not teaching you about monetization of your income. Monetization of your value. But he's teaching you win a soul. Win a soul. Join to win a soul. I tell you. It's the will of God for you. Look, if you grow up, you become a lawyer. Be a lawyer, but win souls. Join the church. If you become a farmer, be a farmer, but join the church. It is that component. See, that introduces the supernatural, mysterious lifting up of your life. Except the Lord builds. You are joking. That's why we serve God. And finally today, for today. Yes. You must have, you must join to build a mega church because it will help you to be a servant of God. To be a servant of God. To work for God. That's what the point I was making earlier on. Jesus is looking for laborers. Matthew 9, 37. He said, the harvest is great. The harvest is truly plenteous. But the laborers are few. The workers are few. Next verse. He said, pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers. 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 God is looking for laborers. Hey, can you imagine this morning I came to announce that uh, uh, the Flagstaff House is looking for secretaries and workers. Is there anybody here who wants to, tomorrow morning, I'll give you a phone number to call. There's, there's some, that, there are 48 openings at the Flagstaff House. And only Bread of Life Cathedral members have been given the opportunity to apply. Will you not apply? A place which is just a building. You don't even know the salary. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather, this morning, I'm announcing 100 vacancies in the house of God. Laborers wanted. Workers, apply now. Apply now. Apply now. <laughs> apply now. Apply now. Oh, honestly. Anybody. You see, one of the ways to know how intelligent a person is is to find out what the person is doing for God. Yes. I, I'm telling you. The, the, your level of intelligence. I've come to see very intelligent people. People with a certain type of intelligence. Look, they do things for God. Some of them, you won't even hear them mentioning God. So they are serving humanity. It's like he will give his money, his billions to other people for them to be well. To heal the sick. Matthew 25. I was sick. I was in the hospital. It didn't come. You see, people, I'm saying it again, that you can tell a person's intelligence by how the person serves God or does things for others. Like this morning, I've got my personal problems. So don't let the tie I'm wearing deceive you. I have got issues. 
but I have overcome it, at least for now, to teach you something. Yes. I could have been at home solving my personal problems. Now, that should tell you my level of intelligence. So when you see someone who doesn't care for anybody, and all she cares about are her two children, Billy Rubin and Billy Verdon, it means you are looking at somebody whose intelligence is very low, like a goat. Very low intelligence. Nothing about your life is about other helping. One, one brother in the church, he sold uh, choir robes for the choir. What was what we wore last week? A brother. I, oh, I know him. He needs a car. At least I know one thing he needs right now: a car for his wife. But he spent money to sow choir robes. Life cannot be about you. You are not important, la. I'm telling you that from now on, eh, f- see how people look. So, so you find somebody who can pass exams, has first class in the university. Don't use that as an, as, as a, as, as an index of somebody's intelligence. Look at the person's life, really. How much does the person minister to others? That is an intelligent person. That's a person who has analyzed life and has come to a conclusion that I must do something for God. And this morning, that's all I came to do. To stay in you. A desire. Yes. To work for God. When you work for God, you stop caring for yourself. In a certain sense. But I'm saying that. You, you stop living selfishly. In the midst of your issues, you minister to others. When your wife has beaten you, you are rather counseling somebody's marriage. Yes. That's a sign of intelligence. I don't know how you could choose a wife who would also beat you, but that's also another discussion we'll have. But, but, but I'm just saying that stop, stop living for yourself. Yes. Stop living for yourself. That's why we join to build a church so that you can also be called God's servant. A worker for God. It's not enough to be the CEO of Stan Big Bank. The very intelligent people, look, they add working for God to their laurels. May you join fast. And when you join, don't give it up. Press on to the end. Rise to your feet and let's close. Close your eyes, please. Close your eyes, please. I want you to just lift your two hands and ask the Lord to touch your heart. Yes, to do something for him. Your pastor came to church today and he came to stretch out his hand to invite you. So I wanted to gather you as a hen gathers her chicks, but you would not. Tell the Lord. If you are here, you are a shepherd already. You are a pastor. You are whatever. Ask the Lord to take you even deeper. Deeper. To do more. (laughs) The Bible says, those who do business in the deep, they are those who see the works. You can be in the sea. But where you are in the sea, you only see shrimps and crabs. The same sea 
somebody is in the same sea but is deep and is catching whales and sharks and tuna fish even if you are a shepherd here pray that you go deeper everyone ask the Lord Lord draw me deeper deeper the world we are in sin is drawing us deeper evil is becoming more sophisticated (laughs) you cannot be simple your spiritual life cannot just be simply going to church and returning home the world has become too sophisticated for you to practice a simple spirituality get deeper more complex God's will will be done Father we thank you for today what a blessing what a great blessing what a privilege help us to do something to bring a soul to touch a life to minister to someone to be a light to someone Say, ye are the light let that light so shine there is no escape route for you you must shine that all men as your light shines your greatness takes shape Father, we thank you. Thank you. I thank you for choristers, instrumentalists, sound men, video men, ashes, treasurers, cleaners, pastors, shepherds. Thank you for all manner of people working. And thank you that we are joining and we are getting involved. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.